Once upon a time in a faraway land, a young vampire prince was sitting by a lake. He closed his eyes and remembered his mighty father, the king of, of Dottoria. Dottoria was a kingdom deep in the darkest forest surrounded by mighty mountains. Dratanta was now the leader of his clan. As well as being a vampire, he was also half-elf, which resulted in his long hair looking almost unreal. The prince smiled softly, remembering moments in time when all was, was real seemed, seemed unreal. The lake was shining like a mirror in the moonlight. The night was special to Dratanta. A fog covered the moon and the lake, still and in the silent lost the glow of the moonlight. Dratanta opened his eyes and felt a cold chill down his spine. He looked around, found he was all alone. He wondered how the lake looked looked in daylight, as he had never seen it in the daytime. For first for the first thirteen years of their lives, half vampires aren't able to go out in the sunlight. However, Dratanta would be would be thirteen and his elf DNA would take over. Then he could be out in the sun, like the humans and the hunters of his kind. Humans feared what they couldn't see. Dratanta felt his sword move, moving his, his index finger up and down the blade. He smiled again, proud of how sharp the blade was. He was, not, he was not very big for his age, but his father taught him that size doesn't, doesn't make the warrior. The king's word passed through his mind. Son, this kingdom will be yours to rule. In the distance, a ghost watched Dratanta and wished with all his might that he was alive again. Dratanta stood up slowly and checked to make sure he, he had not forgotten anything and walked into the forest heading home. Dratanta always felt like someone was with him, even when he was alone. He did not know the ghost of his father never left his side, a true bond that time has never broken. The night was clo cloaked in a deep, dark frog. On the long walk home, he saw a wild stallion running, running a great spread and wolf hunting to, to feed her young. The great stories his father told him past time around the campfire went through his mind. Ratanta was a soft-hearted boy, wished he could be brave like his father. His father did not know his son had no interest in wars. Ratanta loved the art with all his heart. In his pocket, he had, he had the last book his father wrote and the Celtic dream, Tranquility, Peace and Freedom can be the light that shines in the hearts of the believer in a place of darkness. Dratanta's younger sister, Ashley, sat, along, sat alone laughing, knowing her brother would be home, home soon. The first, Dratanta, the first thing Dratanta saw when, when he, was a cheeky smile. Her eyes were shining with a bright glow of red around her, her pupils. Her long, dark, hair shone like a pure silk. Dratanta and Ashley sat near the fire and shared their days Their days went. He told her about the horse he seen and how much he wanted to own the wild, wild animal, but at the same time he knew he never would because in his mind it was wrong to cage something that, meant, that was meant to be free.
As the campfire burned mighty, mighty warriors sat around eating and telling stories about ghosts and goblins. As they exchanged stories, a feeling came over to Tanta of how real they seemed. At, at his closed his eyes, he could almost see the ghosts and goblins appear before him. A mighty warrior smiled softly while cleaning his shield. A battle was coming to, to the land that would bring pain, sorrow and hate that would be remembered until the end of time. The only hope was that the stories about the great light that would, would save the land. As the night drifted, Jutanta and Ashley went to bed and warriors sought shelter to sleep. As they slept, the, the shadows of time passed over the kingdom. Around them, nature carried on without, without a care for the world's problems. Wild horses ran free, a brisk wind blew, tr- blew through the, blew the forest. Fish swam at the bottom of the lake. Dratanta woke from his dreams and sat up slowly. He looked around his room, which, and unlike his sister's room, was very large. A moment, a memory of his of his father came to him. His father told him that he bowed to never ever order given given to him that, that that would never truly be himself. He smiled softly as he thought. Even though his father was dead, he was still a very big part of his life. Sometimes he felt sad because people would, would look at Tanta oddly because he he had he did his own hair. It used to be just blonde, but he, he loved black, so he put he got his sister to dye his hair for him. He got out of bed, dressed, then went downstairs for something to eat. Afterwards he made his way to the mountains. He sat looking at the faraway moon. He knew he wasn't he wasn't the bravest in the kingdom, but he was proud. At least he tried to stand up for what he believed in, like his father taught him. He was also an inherited his mother's strength. She she had died when he was really young, and the tante did not know much about his mother. Only the stories his his sister Ashley had told him. She was a kind hearted woman with a with a heart of gold. She believed one should be proud of themselves and never give up on dreams in her hearts. He smiled, holding the sword with both hands and hoping he would become a great king like his father was. Dutanta believed in himself. It didn't matter to him how big or small he was. He was taught that the first step to achieve anything is to believe in his heart that he would he would do something he wanted. Dutanta remembered moments in his young life where he had stood up for his beliefs and recalls the man he didn't like like him because of what, he's, what he had said. Instead of keeping his, emotion, his op- emotions and opinions to himself, one, one should believe was so much something a pet would, would have been stealing the animal's given right of freedom. So Dratanta had no pets at home. Dratanta believed that art was not meant to be a prison. He hated the humans and nothing better to do than hunt animals for sport. Brave people don't shoot innocent animals, he thought. Many said that Dratanta was becoming a great elf, like his father. Dratanta also felt his, his dad was still with him. Sometimes he closed his eyes so he, he could back in time and hold onto the, the moments with his father that made him, made him dream. He reeled thunder, filled, the, filled the, the night sky by a moment and disturbed his train of thought. Dratanta felt extremely cold. He stood up st- stiffly and thought it was best to go home. His sister would be worried. 
Soon the darkness felt away into the sunrise, and being a half vampire, he would not survive the, tr- the rays of the sun. He wanted to rest until sun set, when he could be able to re-emerge and spend another night to learn to learn about the mighty place he called home. As the chanter made his way down the mountain, a ghost stood, stood above him. The ghost tried to understand why he why he was still there, here, and never went to his resting place with his ancestors. He found not, not everything happens the way we want. Even if in death his ghost was a mighty king who had a wonderful son and daughter that he was proud of. Then a bright light appeared and the ghost, he walked into the light and the last at last was free from his bonds on earth. When Dratanta got home, his sister Ashley, already sleeping, he got himself something to eat and went into the library to read his father's books. The days went by in the kingdom of, of Dratanta and grown up faster than most vampires because he had, he had seen more than most on the, on the earth. One day he sat by the window in the library and watched the wild horses in the meadow. He smiled as he thought about all the mistakes he'd made that had turned him into the great leader he had become. He closed his eyes and sat back on his chair to relax. A storm in the distance turned the sky jet black and the coldness filled the air. Ashley called out to Dutanta and asked why he spent so much time alone in his room. Dutanta followed her voice and found her outside watching the, the sky getting dark. It started to rain heavily. Perhaps tonight it is best to stay home and sit by the warm fire with a, with a good book, Dutanta thought. One, one of the wild horses came, came up to Dutanta and Ashley and this, they softly rubbed the horse's face and felt the soft hair beneath their hands. The horse turned to leave and ran off to rejoin rejoin the rest of the herd. Loud thunder filled the air and a shadow covered the land as the darkness. The storm came closer. Wildlife sought shelter. A shadow flickered between the trees of wild wild deer running deeper into the woods to wish to shelter. Birds hid away in, in the nests from the storm that was sure to hit soon. The darkness of the storm was mighty. Thunder and lightning passed over the kingdom. Still in the wild air, a smell of wild flowers remained. For as much storm passes, the earth continues to grow. Eventually the skies calmed and the moonlight, the moonlight shone through the clouds, showing, showing bats flying out of the cave to hunt for a meal. Dratanta smiled watching the life around him as, and felt the magic in the air of such passing moment watching the hats and bats hunting hunt mad made the think every, everywhere out there a battle was taking place somewhere out there a battle was taking place the humans hunt the humans hunt his, his people and are themselves his enemy but they, they have a place in his heart too because this water always said all races come with, with good and bad pain and sorrow always passes through through like a storms do what matters most is how you act Ashley sat at the door to read a book in the library her brother had left it on on her father's 
favourite chair. Dretant always enjoyed a, a book, a good book, to help his mind escape the world. Of, and this book was always in the sitting room, in Dretant's or in Dretant's pocket. Ashley felt that that had changed too much, and she wished she could bring bring her mother and father back for her, back for her and Dretanta were lost without them. She confronted, she comforted herself by remembering that no one is ever truly gone. Gone, they remain in your memory and hold a hold a place in our hearts forever. The moon shines brightly over the mountains, and the stars look like magic lights flickering in the, in the air. Dratanta was cleaning his sword on the top of the mountain. Gently he felt the sharp blade and smiled. This was the sword that his father gave him when he was a little, a little ill two years ago. His father gave it to him in a very place Dratanta was now. This special place held a, a lot of great memories of his father like like how he told Dratanta many stories about the old days, the humans and the many battles they had. Become part of history. The smart ones learned from the past mistakes and moved forward stronger. Those who remained the same found nothing had changed. Since then the clans had united and a bond between them gave them all the protection to hold their enemies back. This wouldn't stop invaders from breaking the peace forever. Unfortunately, wars had to begin and end. There will always be bad days, but nothing can last forever. Everything passes, the good and the bad. Time's hope carried much hearts through the dark times on the planet. In the silvery moonlight poking through the clouds, bats were hunting for food. One hit Tratanta softly as it passed over his head. He laughed at how things happened as he stood up to, to walk home before he, before the morning. When he got home, to, he saw Ashley out the window. He waved and she waved back with a big smile on her face. He smiled back. It always felt good to see her. To them, all lives matter. He walked into the house, closed the front door and sat in his, his favourite chair to, to relax. Joey awakens from his sleep and jumped out of bed and dressed in a school uniform. He smiles at the at the dream he had and wishes he could go back to the sleep, but his mom Catherine would would be mad if he did not go to school with his brother Connor. All of this had just been a magical dream. Once upon a time, in the not-so-distant past, time has passed by, empires have fallen. Life goes on, no matter how bad life gets. A young lad went for a run as fast as he could to meet his friends Aaron, Craig and Daryl on the beach to have a game of football. They played on the pitch right next to the sea. On this fine summer morning, Lucas saw a small golden light which glimmered over the mountains beyond. Aaron kicked the ball with great force. 
Craig saved the ball and stopped Darren scoring a goal. Lucas arrived to the pitch and joined in the game. They played for hours. Time went by so fast. Aaron looked at his watch. Tea time already. They all got on their bikes to head to the village. Lucas had his mobile nightclub in his pocket and played dance music. First Lucas had, had to get his bike. He had hidden in the bushes before his run. They all headed up the road to race to see who was the fastest. Lucas won. Aaron laughed and reminded him that he won the race the day before. Craig and Lucas and Daryl joined Aaron for a pizza and chips at his house. His mom was an amazing cook. They enjoyed the meal and a nice glass of milk. A few miles down the road at the beach, Henry Fergus McNally was on his jet ski. Dad was sitting in his top of the range BMW sports car on a business call. Henry wanted for nothing. If he wanted it, he got it. When Henry was finishing having fun, his dad helped to place the new jet ski on the trailer, ready to take home. On the way, they passed four boys cycling on their bikes. Henry decided the green bike was cool. Dad, I want the bike. The bike. I want it now. Henry, it's, it's about time. You earned your own money, rep replied his father. And by the way, private school is finished. I just lost my money in a bad business deal and went really wrong. Henry Fergus McNally could not believe it. No one says no to Henry. He phoned his mum to tell her what, what Dad said to him. Such had, had terrible news, Mum. His mum told Henry to accept change. She told him everything would be okay. To trust in his heart that nothing stays the same forever. After the phone call, Henry felt a little better, but still felt sad because he could he could get the, the perfect bike. The sun begins to set over the sea and a beautiful aroma filled the air. This made the boys on their bikes feel happy and listened to the music on their speaker gave them joy. The three boys raced up the road. Magnificent views surrounded them. Stunning, stunning bright blue skies, fields and mountains covered in the most stunning green and the wild animals and flowers around them was an amazing life force. This time Aaron won the race, Lucas and Craig and Daryl came second. They stopped, they stopped at the shop to buy ice cream and a, and a, and a coke. They went down well. The sun had almost set below the sea's edge a mighty orange, yellow and red fire in the sky. Such a gorgeous evening. They could hear the many different types of birds making magical sounds all around them. Craig wondered how much small birds made, made such a loud sounds. Lucas and Aaron agreed, and so did Daryl, that the sound was extremely loud for such a small, a small bird. In the distance, a voice cried to warn other, warn other wolves of a wild dog in the mountains. A waterfall fall, falling down the mountains shone with an amazing red light upon it from the from the sunset. The wolf went into the cave to feed her her cubs. Deeper in the cave, a young vampire king and Tratanta was was reading one of his dark his dad's books, the King of the Vampires, Kingdom Turlock. It was amazing. Tratanta had had a clear a story was told in his dad's books. 
Tritantas was starting to, started writing his own book, but he simply was not sure if he could write real events or fictional stories to entertain people. He smiled softly as he began to write his book. Firstly, he returned his, his dad's book to the shelf in the Vampire's Library of History and the Thirteen Tribes. The tribes had set out across the world to teach and learn better ways to keep each keep Earp safe. Dratanta was the leader of the clan, a young but mighty king. His army had grown into a mighty force. They rarely had wars because he had learned the hard way how easily a clan could be destroyed. Dratanta's father was killed in a battle by invaders. Dratanta, being the rightful owner of the crown, replaced his father as high king. But in his heart, to know his father would sit, would sit with him when he ruled the kingdom. Dratanta looked, looked out, looked out at the cave at the amazing moon. He could hear the, hear the wolves in the, in the cave. He never dis, dis, he never disturbed them because he had a great love for animals and felt they were best left alone to get on with life. He stretched his arms above his head and yawned, still half asleep. Dratanta got to his dragon bear and off he went through the air. Aaron was at home eating the dinner, talking about the dog and the day with his friends with his, and family. After dinner, Aaron fed his dogs some food and they, they began kicking a ball around the garden. Thirty minutes passed by before Lucas and Aaron and Dal joined Aaron for a game of football. Lucas scored a goal and shouted, yes, as loud as his lungs could help. Could. Aaron kicked the ball and scored a goal. He laughed loudly, shouted, I am the greatest footballer on earth. Lucas laughed knowing he was number one. Lucas. Lucas answered his phone and spoke to Craig and asked him to come play a game of football. Craig's dad drove him to Aaron's house. He joined in in the game after a few minutes. He scored a goal. He jumped with joy. Each, each taking turns in the goal, the game went for four hours. All, all four boys scored the exact same goals. Aaron's mum gave them cookies and milk and they played with the dogs for a while. Aaron's dad gave Craig and Lucas a drive home and Daryl. Aaron went back for a spin, sitting in the front seat, watching the sky. It was the, the moonlight shone brightly and he spotted a few, a few shooting stars. Having driven the boys home, Aaron and his dad went to the beach. Looking up at the, at the night sky, Aaron could swear he, he could see a dragon. He laughed because he knew dragons did not exist and were used to, to entertain people. They walked on the beach, talked about the weather and how the nights got so cold. After an hour they drove home. Aaron checked on his dogs, locked the gates and went in to, in to watch Never Ending Story on the DVD. Dutanta had seen the humans on the beach laughing and talking. Humans had always interested Dutanta. Smart breed that made amazing objects with iron and wood. Dratanta went into the cave to light the fire a few candles. The night could be so so long, but Dratanta passed the night writing stories for his first book. His sister Ashley lived in Detoria with her, dra her dragon lord and son. She was happy with 
which made Dritanta feel better. She had been so lost after her father's death. Death is a task all lives eventually meet in our in everyone's destiny. Dritanta moved around the cave, slowly lighting candles. He could live in the fort, but he loved the freedom of living in the cave under the fort. He had spent many years underground. He learned that the vast kingdom of the vampires and elves was huge. It was the best place for the kingdom because hunters killed many of his kind. Dritanta was half vampire, half elf. The best of both kingdoms running through his veins. A mighty eagle nested above him in the hills. The gorgeous views across the kingdom was amazing. A great lake full of life lay in the fields below. The lake was a great place to, to swim. The humans had no idea the vampire and elf kingdom were even here. The humans believed the vampires and elves are fictional stories used to entertain them. After Aaron returned from, from the beach, he phoned Lucas to ask if he was going fishing the coming weekend with his dad. Lucas said yes and asked Aaron if he would like to come and join them. Aaron said, of course I want to go. I might catch some of the biggest fish in Ireland. Lucas laughed as he looked out, as he looked out the window and could swear he'd seen a dragon going across the, the moonlit shadows in the mountains. They said goodbye and good night to each other and hung up the phones. Lucas laughed at the idea of a real dragon. There was no such thing. They were fictional. He laughed to himself as he, as he began to read a book. Before Aaron went to bed, he went outside to feed his dogs some biscuits and water. When Craig got home, he was fed. He fed his dog. He felt the cold in the air, so decided he'd enjoy a glass of warm milk for, di- for, t- for bed. In the distance between space and time, Dratante was flying around on his dragon beer, collecting wood for the lovely lovely fire. And if, on this fine night, there was a stillness in, in the cave. Flies loved to bite Dratante. He loved this part of Ireland, but did not like the flies at night. They reminded him of control, out of control, tiny little vampires. Two young elves sitting under a tree, practicing magic spells, spotted Dratante and his dragon. He was kind of cool as a friend and king. He never picked on the smaller, weaker elves. A mighty dragon sat on the, on the hill behind the two elves, dark, black and white, going up its, up its back. It made a low-pitched sound, kind of like a cat. His eyes in bright green, like, like the meadows in the spring. A mighty shine glowing in, their, in the night, like a mighty sunset and rises each day. The elves talked about the planet and what they, what they could do to help protect the mother of all life. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end of life. Dratanta returned to, to the cave and the two, the two young, young elves followed him and sat by the, by the warm fire to hear some of Dratanta's stories. They believed everything written in the books his father had written, but lately Dratanta had started telling them stories without reading out of the books. They sat around for the fire to listen to the most amazing story about a leprechaun king and his magic crock of gold. Ben and Harry loved the story so so much and they both fell asleep near a warm fire. Soon the sun would rise, Dratanta fell asleep outside the cave, blocked the doorway 
locked the doors so no one could disturb himself and his family. The cave, the cave was, was a gateway to the underworld. The ancient city's underground was vast. No one knew how big the empire was, for it, was, it had many tribes and many, many cities in the kingdom. Dutantis, the leader, and the dragon army protected from invaders. The dragon watched over the land. The stars shone, shone down upon the land. Bear was a happy dragon because Dutantis looked after him well. The sun began to rise above the mountains and the lake shone like glass. He could see a few humans fishing on the lake. One of, the, one of was swimming as fast as he could over the bank, over and back across the lake. Aaron cast his line as he watched Lucas swimming. Lucas did that lap to port. He and Aaron liked sport a lot. Aaron caught a fish. It was the fourth fish he'd caught today. Lucas came back to to his fishing spot and checked his line and he had the biggest fish he had ever seen in his life. His dad said that would be nice for supper. They had lunch, went, went back to the fishing and then all three of them went for a swim. They watched and felt, felt warm because of the amazing sunshine. After the swim, they put, put everything in the car and put the rubbish in the bin. They cleaned the fish 14 in total, everyone was happy with, with the day as, as they drove home. Having returned home, Aaron re relaxed and watched a movie. His room was his mom was cooking dinner. After eating dinner with his family, Aaron went outside to, to check on his dogs. They were happy as, as always, healthy dogs that wanted for nothing. Aaron saw Henry Fergus McNally walking past his house. They talked about the weather and Henry told Aaron that his family was moving to Hawaii because his dad had gotten a new job. Henry had lied. He was really moving to a city because he, his family had fallen on hard times. Henry played with one of Aaron's dogs. Then they both said goodbye. Aaron had already known about Henry and his family but simply felt it was best to say nothing. Aaron played with a bas basketball for an hour, then went, went to do homework in his room. The weather was so warm, it made everyone feel happy. Craig went for a run after feeding his, his dog. After the run, he fixed, his, he fixed his bike and painted the shed for his dad. After he'd finished the job, his dad gave him money. Off he went to the shop to meet Lucas and Aaron. He met Daryl on the way. They had a game of basketball in the hall, then had a run around the GEA pitch for 30 minutes. Lucas played a top 10 music tunes while everyone sat down to, to eat the snacks they'd bought in the shop. Aaron talked about fishing and how much fun it was. Craig told them about an amazing white horse he'd seen on the beach when, he, when he'd gone for a run. It began to get dark. So everyone said goodnight and headed home. The village was busy because there was a, in the middle of a festival. The moon shone through the mountains and a beam of light went right through the village as people danced, danced to the music and a band played for three hours. After the 
After a day, everyone went home. A brisk wind made the air feel really cold. A wild deer ran through the cold stream to go into, into the woods for a sleep under an old oak tree. The smell of wild primroses filled the air. Aaron got home before the rain started. Lucas was home watching TV and Craig was thinking about the next basketball game he would play. He phoned Lucas to tell him about the horse. He's still on the beach. Doris spent the day farming with his dad. He's, he's softly watching the sunrise. He smiled softly watching the sunset. He got a few photos of amazing, amazing cars. He dreams that one day that, that he will himself own a car like this. He phoned Craig to, to go for a bike ride with him and his dad. They talked about football and farming. They agreed to play football on the weekend. Handball was a sport all the boys enjoyed a lot. The weather was amazing at this time of year. Darrell, his dad and Craig went for, a, went for a bike ride together. They watched about Glen Bay and the old train station. They talked about the old train station and history it made. A magnificent sunset made everyone smile. On the way home, the amazing hard day. Craig asked Darrell to come help him with the painting before they went for a bike ride. They talked about farming, then again with football, Craig's mom gave them ice cream. Darrell scored six goals and Craig scored the exact same. They both had a great love of sports and handball. After a few hours, Lucas and Aaron arrived. All four boys had a great game of football. Darrell kicked the ball to Craig. Lucas ran as fast as he could, kicked the ball to Aaron. Aaron laughed as he scored the winning goal. The weather was perfect today. Aaron and Lucas headed to Aaron's house. Craig and Darrell went to Darrell's house to meet his dad to go for a bike ride. They met JP on, on the bridge. They talked about books and the old train, train tracks. Everyone said goodbye and headed home after the great day. The sun began to set. A gorgeous red color set, set the sky on fire. A fast boy racer drove past Darrell and his dad on the way home. He laughed and said to his dad, I'm going to own a car like that one day because I'm smart enough to save up for it. His dad smiled and agreed that if he was smart enough, he could have anything he wished for in his life. Lucas and Aaron played with another game of played another game of football. Craig went home to feed his dog and Darrell went home to feed his, his dog. Everyone relaxed for the evening. The moon shone through the, through the window. A perfect cool breeze in the air. Night birds singing in, in the trees. And bats flying on the wing to catch food. Everyone went to sleep. Such a perfect day for everyone. Two elves sat on top of a mountain, cleaning swords and watching a wolf hunting. They talked about humans and this disregard some have for the planet, especially the Eventually, they entered Dratanta's cave to sleep and everybody lived happily ever after the end.
once upon a time, in the not so distant past, time has passed by, empires have fallen, life goes on no matter how bad life gets. A young lad went for a run as fast as he could to meet his friends Aaron, Craig and Darrell on the beach to have a game of football. They played on the pitch right next to the sea. On this fine summer morning, Lucas saw a small golden light which glimmered over the mountains beyond. Aaron kicked the ball with great force. Craig saved the ball and stopped Aaron scoring a goal. Lucas arrived to the pitch and joined in the game. They played for hours. Time went by so fast. Aaron looked at his watch. Tea time already. They all got on their bikes to head to the village. Lucas had his mobile nightclub in his pocket, played dance music. First Lucas had, had to get his bike. He had hidden in the bushes before his run. They all headed up the road to race to see who was the fastest. Lucas won. Aaron laughed and reminded him that he won the race the day before. Craig and Lucas and Darrell joined Aaron for a pizza and chips at his house. His mom was an amazing cook. They enjoyed the meal and a nice glass of milk. A few miles down the road at the beach, Henry Fergus McNally was on his jet ski. Dad was sitting in his top of the range BMW sports car on a business call. Henry wanted for nothing. If he wanted it, he got it. When Henry was finishing having fun, his dad helped to place the new jet ski on the trailer, ready to take home. On the way, they passed four boys cycling on their bikes. Henry decided the green bike was cool. Dad, I want the bike. The bike. I want it now. Henry, it's, it's about time. You earned your own money, rep replied his father. And by the way, private school is finished. I just lost my money in a bad business deal and went really wrong. Henry Fergus McNally could not believe it. No one says no to Henry. He phoned his mum to tell her what, what Dad said to him. Such had, had terrible news, Mum. His mum told Henry to accept change. She told him everything would be okay. To trust in his heart that nothing stays the same forever. After the phone call, Henry felt a little better, but still felt sad because he could he could get the, the perfect bike. The sun begins to set over the sea and a beautiful aroma filled the air. This made the boys on their bikes feel happy and listened to the music on their speaker gave them joy. The three boys raced up the road. Magnificent views surrounded them. Stunning, blue, stunning bright blue skies, fields and mountains covered in the most stunning green and the wild animals and flowers around them was an amazing life force. This time Aaron won the race. Lucas and Craig and Daryl came second. They stopped, they stopped at the shop to buy ice cream and a, and a coke. They went down well. The sun had almost set below the sea's edge, a mighty orange, yellow and red fire in the sky. Such a gorgeous evening. They could hear the many different types of birds making magical sounds all around them. Craig wondered how much small birds made, made such a loud sounds. Lucas and Aaron agreed, and so did Daryl, that the sound was extremely loud for such a small, a small bird. In the distance, a voice cried to warm other 
one other wolves of a wild dog in the mountains. A waterfall falling down the mountains shone with an amazing red light upon it from the, from the sunset. The wolf went into the cave to feed her, her cubs. Deeper in the cave, a young vampire king and Dratanta was, was reading one of his, dark, his dad's books, The King of the Vampires, Kingdom Turlock. It was amazing, Dratanta had, had a clear a story was told in his dad's books. Dratanta was starting to, started writing his own book, but he simply was not sure if he could write real events or fictional stories to entertain people. He smiled softly as he began to write his book. Firstly, he returned his, his dad's book to the shelf in the Vampire's Library of History and the 13 tribes. The tribes had set out across the world to teach and learn better ways to keep each keep Earth safe. Dratanta was the leader of the clan, a young but mighty king. His army had grown into a mighty force. They rarely had wars because he had learned the hard way how easily a clan could be destroyed. Dratanta's father was killed in a battle by invaders. Dratanta, being the rightful owner of the crown, replaced his father as high king. But in his heart, to know his father would sit, would sit with him when he ruled the kingdom. Dratanta looked, looked out, looked out at the cave at the amazing moon. He could hear the, hear the wolves in the, in the cave. He never, dis, dis, he never disturbed them, because he had a great love for animals and felt they were best left alone to get on with life. He stretched his arms above his head and yawned, still half asleep. Dratanta got to his dragon bear and off he went through the air. Aaron was at home, eating the dinner, talking about the dog and the day with his friends with his, and family. After dinner, Aaron fed his dogs some food and they, they began kicking a ball around the garden. Thirty minutes passed by before Lucas and Aaron and Dal joined Aaron for a game of football. Lucas scored a goal and shouted, yes, as loud as his lungs could help. Could. Aaron kicked the ball and scored a goal. He laughed loudly, shouted, I am the greatest footballer on earth. Lucas laughed knowing he was number one. Lucas, Lucas answered his phone and spoke to Craig and asked him to come play a game of football. Craig's dad drove him to Aaron's house he joined in in the game after a few minutes. He scored a goal. He jumped with joy, each, each taking turns in the goal. The game went for four hours. All, all four boys scored the exact same goals. Aaron's mum gave them cookies and milk and they played with the dogs for a while. Aaron's dad gave Craig and Lucas a drive home and Daryl. Aaron went back from, for a spin, sitting in the front seat, watching the sky. It was the, the moonlight shone brightly and he spotted a few a few shooting stars. Having driven the boys home, Aaron and his dad went to the beach. Looking up at the, at the night sky, Aaron could swear he, he could see a dragon. He laughed because he knew dragons did not exist and were used to, to entertain people. They walked on the beach, talked about the weather and how the nights got so cold. After an hour, they drove home. Aaron checked on his dogs, locked the gates, and went in to, in to watch Neverending Story on the DVD. 
Dutanta had seen the humans on the beach laughing and talking. Humans had always interested Dutanta. Smart breed that made amazing objects with iron and wood. Dutanta went into the cave to light the fire a few candles. The night could be so cl- so long, but Dutanta passed the night writing stories for his first book. His sister Ashley lived in Detoria with her dra- or dragon lord and son. She was happy with which made Dratanta feel better. She had been so lost after her father's death. Death is a task all lives eventually meet in our in everyone's destiny. Dratanta moved around the cave slowly lighting candles. He could live in the fort, but he loved the freedom of living in the cave under the fort. He had spent many years underground. He learned that the vast kingdom of the vampires and elves was huge. It was the best place for the kingdom because hunters killed many of his kind. Dutranta was half vampire, half elf. The best of both kingdoms running through his veins. A mighty eagle nested above him in the hills. The gorgeous views across the kingdom was amazing. A great lake full of life lay in the fields below. The lake was a great place to, to swim. The humans had no idea the vampire and elf kingdom were even here. The humans believe the vampires and elves are fictional stories used to entertain them. After Aaron returned from, from the beach, he phoned Lucas to ask if he was going fishing the coming weekend with his dad. Lucas said yes and asked Aaron if he would like to come and join them. Aaron said, of course I want to go. I might catch something the biggest fish in Ireland. Lucas laughed as he looked out as he looked out the window and could swear he'd seen a dragon going across the, the moonlit shadows in the mountains. They said goodbye and goodnight to each other and hung up the phones. Lucas laughed at the idea of a real dragon. There was no such thing. They were fictional. He laughed to himself as he, as he began to read a book. Before Aaron went to bed, he went outside to feed his dogs some biscuits and water. When Craig got home, he was fed. he fed his dog. He felt the cold in the air, so decided he'd enjoy a glass of warm milk for, di- for, t- for bed. In the distance, between space and time, Dratanta was flying around on his dragon, bear, collecting wood for the lovely lovely fire. And if, on this fine night, there was a stillness in, in the cave. Flies loved to bite Dratanta. He loved this part of Ireland, but did not like the flies at night. They reminded him of controlled out of control tiny little vampires. Two young elves sitting under a tree practicing magic spells spotted Dutanta and his dragon. He was kind of cool as a friend and king. He never picked on the smaller weaker elves. A mighty dragon sat on the, on the hill behind the two elves, dark, black and white, going up its, up its back. It made a low pitched sound, kind of like a cat. His eyes in bright green, like, like the meadows in the spring. A mighty shine glowing in, their ni- in the night, like a mighty sunsets and rises each day. The elves talked about the planet and what they, what they could do to help protect the mother of, of all life. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end of life. Dratanta returned to, to the cave and the two, the two young, young elves followed him and sat by the 
quite a warm fire to hear some of the Tranta stories. They believed everything written in the books his father had written. But lately, Dratanta had started telling them stories without reading out of the books. They sat around for the, for the fire to listen to the most amazing story about a leprechaun king and his magic clock of gold. Ben and Harry loved the story so, so much and they both fell asleep near a warm fire. Soon the, the sun would rise, Dratanta fell asleep outside the cave, blocked the doorway Locked the door so no one could disturb himself and his family. The cave, the cave was, was a gateway to the underworld. The ancient city's underground was vast. No one knew how big the empire was, for it was it had many tribes and many many cities in the kingdom. Dratanta is the leader, and the dragon army protected from invaders. The dragon watched over the land. The stars shone, shone down upon. The land. Bear was a happy dragon because Dratanta looked after him well. The sun began to rise above the mountains and the lake shone like glass. He could see a few humans fishing on the lake. One of, the, one of was swimming as fast as he could over the back, over and back across the lake. Aaron cast his line as he watched Lucas swimming. Lucas, Lucas and Dad laughed. Both he and Aaron liked sport a lot. Aaron caught a fish, it was the fourth fish he'd caught today. Lucas came back to, to his fishing spot and checked his line, and he had the biggest fish he had ever seen in his life. His dad said that would be nice for supper. They had lunch, went, went back to the fishing, and then all three of them went for a swim. They watched, felt it fell warm because of the amazing sunshine. After the swim, they put put everything in the car and put the rubbish in the bin. They cleaned the fish, 14 in total. Everyone was happy with, with the day as, as they drove home. Having returned home, Aaron re relaxed and watched a movie. His room was his mom was cooking dinner. After eating dinner with his family, Aaron went outside to keep to check on his dogs. They were happy as, as always, healthy dogs that wanted for nothing. Aaron saw Henry Fergus McNally walking past his house. They talked about the weather and Henry told Aaron that his family was moving to Hawaii because his dad had gotten a new job. Henry had lied. He was really moving to a city because he, his family had fallen on hard times. Henry played with one of Aaron's dogs. Then they both said goodbye. Aaron had already known about Henry and his family, but simply felt it was best to say nothing. Aaron played with a bas basketball for an hour, then went, went to do homework in his room. The weather was so warm, it made everyone feel happy. Craig went for a run after feeding his, his dog. After the run, he fixed, his, he fixed his bike and painted the shed for his dad. After he'd finished the job, his dad gave him money. Off he went to the shop to meet Lucas and Aaron. He met Daryl on the way. They had a game of basketball in the hall, then had a run around the GEA pitch for 30 minutes. Lucas played the top 10 music tunes while everyone sat down to, to eat the snacks they'd bought in the shop. Aaron talked about fishing and how much fun it was 
Craig told them about an amazing white horse he'd seen on the beach when, he, when he'd gone for a run. It began to get dark. So everyone said goodnight and headed home. The village was busy because there was a, in the middle of a festival. The moon shone through the mountains and a beam of light went right through the village as people danced, danced to the music and a band played for three hours. After, the, after a day, everyone went home. A brisk wind made the air feel really cold. A wild deer ran through the cold stream to go into, into the woods for a sleep under an old oak tree. The smell of wild primroses filled the air. Aaron got home before the rain started. Lucas was home watching TV and Craig was thinking about the next basketball game he would play. He phoned Lucas to tell him about the horse. He's still on the beach. Darius spent the day farming with his dad. He's, he's softly watching the sunrise. He smiles softly watching the sunset. He got a few photos of amazing, amazing cars. He dreams that one day that, that he will himself own a car like this. He phoned Craig to, to go for a bike ride with him and his dad. They talked about football and farming. They agreed to play football on the weekend. Handball was a sport all the boys enjoyed a lot. The weather was amazing at this time of year. Darrell, his dad and Craig went for, a, went for a bike ride together. They watched about Glen Bay and the old train station. They talked about the old train station and history it made. A magnificent sunset made everyone smile. On the way home, the amazing hard day. Craig asked Darrell to come help him with the painting before they went for a bike ride. They talked about farming, then again with football, Craig's mum gave them ice cream. Darrell scored six goals and Craig scored the exact same. They both had a great lo love of sports and handball. After a few hours, Lucas and Aaron arrived. All four boys had a great game of football. Darrell kicked the ball to Craig. Lucas ran as fast as he could, kicked the ball to Aaron. Aaron laughed as he scored the winning goal. The weather was perfect today. Aaron and Lucas headed to Aaron's house. Craig and Darrell went to Darrell's house to meet his dad to go for a bike ride. They met JP on, on the bridge. They talked about books and the old train, train tracks. Everyone said goodbye and headed home after the great day. The sun began to set. A gorgeous red color set, set the sky on fire. A fast boy racer drove past Darrell and his dad on the way home. He laughed and said to his dad, I'm going to own a car like that one day because I'm smart enough to save up for it. His dad smiled and agreed that if he was smart enough, he could have anything he wished for in his life. Lucas and Aaron played with another game of played another game of football. Craig went home to feed his dog and Darrell went home to feed his, his dog. Everyone relaxed for the evening. The moon shone through the, through the window, a perfect cool breeze in the air, night birds singing in the trees and bats flying on the wing to catch food. Everyone went to sleep. Such a perfect day for everyone. 
two elves sat on top of a mountain cleaning swords and watching a wolf hunting. They talked about humans and this disregard some have for the planet, especially the... Eventually, they entered Dratantis Cave to sleep and everybody lived happily ever after the end. Ireland, the love, Ireland, my homeland, your homeland, protect the environment, save Earth. Ireland is a gem, a mighty gift, stand united, we are all human. Kerry, a land of sport, a great sportsmanship, teams of greatness, dreams of winning, a land of dreams, a land of freedom, follow up, kick the ball, goal to be best. Monster. Magic in the land. Understand the game. Life's long path. Life's matter. Gift in the land of monster. The goal to win all games. Endless. End the hate. Find peace inside. Love and kindness. Always beat hate. Stronger than ever. Nothing will stop you. Hold your head high. Always be strong. Fire. Hearts of joy. Fire in the soul. Peace on earth. We are all equal. We all blend. We all bleed. We all cry. You're a unique person. Only you are one on this earth. Life. Your life. My life. All lives matter. Deer's lives matter. Trees' lives matter. All lives matter. Without life, we would not be here. Earth's life matters. Once upon a time in a land of make-believe, a mighty queen and her army set across the sea in a new, to, to a new land. The Dragon King's clan had grown mighty in 3,000 years. The vampires united with the giants. Each new land was needed to expand the kingdom across lands to unite the tribes as one. Again, a great calling went out across the land and sea. Each ship glided across the mighty ocean with the wind at their sails. The queen's youngest son, Dratanta, was sitting in the crow's nest, watching the homeland vanish into the fog. A mist landed on his face down his nose and lips it ran. He licked it, he licked the mist from his lips and smiled softly as he could taste the salt from it from in the sea in his mist, in the mist. He watched the three hundred ships sailing in one mighty force, sailing together like like a great mighty body, each ship in their own rightful place. Warriors guided and guarded the ships to Shanta was on to protect the queen in case of a surprise attack. Beneath the dock in the deck was a cargo of three young vampires for export to a safe land from the invaders. The Dragon King requested the Queen give them great, great and safe passage and in return his army would protect her kingdom from invaders. Quite a great idea to have alliance with each tribe. Each link in the army made the kingdom's force far greater. The Queen relaxed knowing that everything was going to be pl as planned. She knew the land she was heading to 
and the gods were guiding her to the promised land, Ireland. The gods talked about the Celts and the Vikings and many other tribes that existed in this special land. The ships sailed swiftly across the great and mighty ocean. Water ran down the dolphins as they breached the water, landing with a great splash. They went deep under the ocean. The young prince smiled at this amazing sight. He thought about the new land he was moving to with his family and all their army and their families aboard the ships. A brisk wind hit his cheek as he felt the cold in his eyes and his lips. He joined his mum and she gave him a big hug and whispered softly in his ear, everything is going to be okay, son, I promise. This is the, the last time we have to move. The gods are on our side and the promised land is over yonder in the distance. He smiled softly and replied, Thanks, Mom. You always make me feel so happy. He fell asleep in his mom's arms. She carried him to his bed, lay him down gently and covered him with the animal skins. They gave great heat and comfort. She looked at him, smiled and whispered, Thank you to the gods for giving her this amazing, brave young man. The queen knew all would be well. No one would get past the dragon army. The army had a kindred bond built up. The gods only gave to those who in return gave full respect and trusted in honour. As the sun set, darkness set in the chill filled air. Dakota, the young leprechaun, was sitting under the tree counting his gold. He was really young, so he had very few coins. But he was happy because his dad was the king of the leprechauns. He smiled softly, watched the moon covered by clouds come out from behind him. He did not mind that the cold made him feel cold, but he had to go home for dinner. His mum would, would not be pleased if he returned for dinner late. He ran as fast as he could and went back, went back home. He sat with his 26 brothers and sisters, seven, quite a large family. In the distance, a leprechaun was sitting under a bush next to a mighty tree. There was a warning to stay away from humans, but everything, sometimes, it couldn't be helped. A human boy was playing football nearby, wearing blue shorts and a blue t-shirt. He did not seem to mind that it was starting to rain. He looked up at the sky and saw a dragon flying with a great grace. It almost seemed like the dragon was part of the sky. A tiny sound came from the woods and made the boy, whose name was Lucas, jump. He wondered what the, what the noise could be, a mouse or perhaps a very small bunny rabbit. He looked at, around high and low. All of a sudden, out of the corner of his eye, he saw a golden light near the trees. After a minute, the light started moving towards him. Eventually, he could see the smallest wee man he'd ever seen in his life, wearing a green coat and pants and very shiny black boots. The tiny man looked at him directly in the eyes and said quite plainly in a very strong voice, if it's my gold you're after, you cannot, you will have to fight me for it, for I am Torlok, the king of the leprechauns. Lucas opened his mouth and couldn't speak. He smiled and could not reply out of surprise and shock. Torlok looked directly in his eyes and again said, well, boy, is it my gold you're after? 
The, the boy replied, no, sir, I am surely not after your gold. I have just never seen such a tiny wee man in all my life. The man replied, man, I am no man. I am Torlock, the king of the leprechauns. Do you have a name, young man? Lucas laughed and said, for a tiny wee man, you speak very loudly. My name is Lucas, wee man. The leprechaun looked at Lucas and said, I've told you already, I'm not a, I'm not a man. I'm the king of the leprechauns. Lucas laughed again. Okay, fine, I will call you a wee man. I will not call you a wee man. I will call you a tiny wee leprechaun. So you have a pot of gold. I always thought that was just made up to entertain wee kids. The leprechaun laughed. We sure do have, have pots of gold, Lucas. Lucas thought for a moment how cool it would be to own a pot of gold which had belonged to the, to the leprechaun. The great stuff he could buy, stuff he would only dream of owning. If only he owned a pot of gold, Lucas smiled and replied, No, I don't want your gold, wee leprechaun. The king smiled. Meanwhile, back in town, Aaron Craig and Darrell played football on the pitch and phoned Lucas to ask him to meet them for a game of football. Lucas returned his phone to his back pocket and after agreeing to meet the lads for a cool game of football. The wind blowing softly in the air filled warm on his face. Lucas said goodbye to Leprechaun King and headed to town to, on his bike to meet his friends. He eventually met them on a pitch and joined in, a, in the game. Aaron kicked the ball to him, Lucas kicked the ball back to Aaron, he kicked the ball to Craig and he kicked the ball back to Darrell. After Darrell kicked the ball to Lucas, Darrell's dad collected him to for go farming, smiled at as he said goodbye to the lads and went back with his dad in the van. The boys carried on the game and Henry joined them. He, he kicked the ball to Sean and the game went on for hours. Eventually all the boys and girls, Mary and Jennifer, headed home. Lucas, Lucas went to Craig's house to get a movie to watch later at Aaron's house. Lucas told him about the leprechaun and the pot of gold. Aaron laughed, but for a moment he did think about the pot of gold and how great it would be to get a pot of gold. Craig played football in the garden with his brother until the cold breeze in the air made him feel cold. Afterwards, they returned to the house to watch a movie in front of the warm fire. Craig's mom made chips, peas and gravy. All the family watched the movie, never-ending story. This movie was about a boy reading a book about a magical place. He was reading the book in the attic in an old school. Everyone enjoyed the, the movie. Far out at sea, the Queen's fleet travelled nearer and nearer to the homeland, Ireland. The gods told them about a magical land talked about by many. The three vampires came up from under the deck. It was it was dark now, so it was safe for this for them from the sun's rays. The three of them looked up at the sky. They could see the most amazing moon shining across the sky and across the ocean. It made them feel happy. The Queen watched them with a huge smile on her face. The vampire clan and her people had great respect for, and they re re protected her kingdom by night. Across the ocean, the great fleet traveled, traveled, traveled beside the Queen's ship all around the ship. Her ship was the main ship of the fleet. The Queen's ships protected the Queen's ships. She smiled. While she ate an apple, she always believed in safety in numbers. 
Her fleet of ships was the biggest fleet of the ships to sail high seas and it could it would not be long to go before they arrived to the new kingdom. The mighty Dratanta was the high king of both upper and lower kingdoms. Humans ruled as kings and queens in many parts of the vast kingdom. They all they all worked together to keep safe land from all. Life was important to them on land and sea. Lucas and Anne had a game of baseball, basketball <laughs> and football in the backyard. They talked about the leprechaun and whether it would be possible to meet the leprechaun king. Lucas smiled at the idea of seeing the wee leprechaun. Again, perhaps he, perhaps he could ask nicely if he could have some of the gold. He could then own everything he wanted and wished for. They both watched TV, eating cookies and drinking cold glasses of milk. Aaron went out to the yard to give his dog some food. They had grown so fast, he still remembered when they were tiny puppies. They weren't so tiny now. He went back in the house to watch TV with Lucas and his family. It started to rain heavily and in and it even got colder outside. Daryl and his dad watched after a long day farming. As his dad made him some food, Daryl talked about his love for boy racing and fast cars and how much he wished to own one someday. His dad encouraged him to work hard and told him that then he, uh, he can have anything he wished for. He ate his food, said goodnight to his family and went to, went to his room to sleep. His family cleaned up and also went went to bed to, to clean, to sleep. In the distance far far out at sea, the Queen's sent him sent her first ship to scout the dock to make sure it was safe to bring the fleet into port. The scout came came across and informed the Queen and it was safe. The Queen's ship docked in the port and everyone stepped on shore. The landing party should should have part of the kingdom that said they could could have the three young vampires went went and met a dragon warrior and his wife ashley she told them they were safe and home they all smiled excited to meet another vampire for long black hair and bright green eyes made them relax after such a long journey across the ocean to this magical island they went to a cave under a huge fork and they were greeted by a great library and a warm fire that kept the cave really warm. They sat beside the warm fire place. Tratantit joined them shortly after. He told them he was going to protect them until they were old enough to protect themselves. He showed them to their, to their beds deep in the cave because the sun would rise soon. All their, all Three of the vampires went to bed. Dratanta told them tales of dragons and elves, and they, they soon fell asleep. Dratanta smiled and went back to sit on his sister's chair. They talked about the great queen that had arrived on the island of Ireland, the night and how it would make the elf and vampire kingdom stronger. Ashley said goodbye to her brother. He gave her a big hug, and her husband came to meet her on his mighty white and black dragon after it flew through the earth to greet grace. The queen settled in her new home very quickly. 
the army went to the barracks to discuss to discuss what discuss, discuss about homes for the families that had arrived on the fleet of ships. The sun slowly rose above the ocean and the warm air filled the room. Aaron and Lucas got up early to go meet Craig and Darrell so they could all look at the leprechaun. Craig and Darrell laughed at the thought of going to look for a leprechaun. They all, they all went off on their bikes to, ex, to the exact place Lucas said he had seen the leprechaun. They all sat under a tree, the biggest tree they had ever seen. They talked about the weather and the football and not long after, in front of their eyes, the leprechaun appeared. He stood before them wearing the greenest clothes they had ever seen before. He looked at all four boys, then noticed Lucas. Well then, Lucas, 